0: Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, today we are looking at Psalm 6. Psalm 6 is a difficult psalm to read because you can just feel the anguish in the psalmist's voice as as he writes this is a prayer that is is going out and being written to god in the midst of what can only be described as great suffering and intense personal turmoil there is just so much emotion here And I don't know if you happen to be going through or maybe have just gone through a period in your life where you have experienced some just intense personal suffering and turmoil. If you have, this is a psalm for you because if nothing else, it's Helpful, I think, and encouraging at times to just know that there are other people who have experienced some of the same emotions and feelings that you have. And that there are other people who've just been so exasperated with life where where words just kind of fail us. We just don't have the language other than calling out to God in our spirits. And there's a little bit of that here, I think, in in this psalm. So as I said, it's a prayer in the midst of suffering. And I just want to make a few observations, mostly devotional, but a couple other observations as well as I as I hit some highlights. In the first three verses, I, I'm i going to give my own personal paraphrase here, but I think that the idea is from the psalmist is that, God, I, I just... I just can't take any more. I'm done. I'm at my limit. I have reached my my peak of what I am able to bear right now. And any more, any more is just going to be too much. And as I said, that might be you. Or you may know someone that's going through something like that right now. And as we see here, just pouring our heart out to God and just being just being real and and raw and honest with God to say, God, I, I just can't. <laughs> I can't even anymore, God. And to just let God know where we're at. He already knows. And so to to just to to give God the honor of of genuine emotion and really just not messing around and just being real is is important. And I, we see that here in the psalmist. I think that's a big important lesson for us in our own prayer life, wherever we happen to find ourselves. Verse three also implies a when, not an if, that the Lord will save. And even in the midst of all this hurting and pain that we can just read between the lines here, I think that's huge. If you read verse three, you you just get that very specific sense of expectation by the psalmist. The expectation is that God will deliver. The weariness and the anxiety, if you will, from the psalmist is not in whether or not God will deliver. It's in the waiting. It's the when, not the if. And again, I think a lot of us can identify with that, but it's important never to lose our hope and our resolve that God has promised to take care of us he has promised to watch over us he has promised that we are of more value to him than the birds of the air the grass of the field and god takes care of those things so we can trust him when he says that he will will do it even if his timing is not our timing and it's hard to rest in that in the midst of pain but that is exactly what the psalmist is doing here he goes on in verse 5 to describe Sheol, that uh, one of the reasons he wants God to deliver him is God, no one can praise you and bless you uh, in Sheol. And this idea that, God, if you don't spare me here, I'll be dead. And if I'm dead, I can't give you glory. So for your own glory's sake, spare me, deliver me. And that's an interesting way to think about it. And I think in some ways the psalmist is pretty sly here, but I, I think that the feeling is genuine. It's just an interesting way to see how the mind of someone in a different culture and time like this worked because that really was a legitimate way of of processing and thinking about this. And I just want to make a comment that, that Sheol is something that we're going to cover, I think, more in depth in, in, down the line in future episodes when we get into a bigger topic about the ancient worldview and the way that they understood the world and what it was like, how it worked, so on and so forth. But Sheol was a very big part of that. Basically, the concept of Sheol or the underworld in uh, Greek thought, it's Sheol in Hebrew thought, but is the, the place of the dead. It is the realm of the dead, the realm of the underworld, and it was thought to reside under the earth. So people lived on the earth's surface and under the earth, was this realm of the dead and it was a place of eternal uh, in some cultures torment but also just eternal unrest but the idea was that it was a place of no return once you went there there was no coming back and so from the psalmist perspective it's god if you allow me to go here I will never be again in a position to, to praise you and bring you glory like I would be if you had delivered me and, and if I had been allowed to remain here above, above Sheol. And so, again, we see the the appeal to, to God for his own glory's sake. And then verses 8 through 10, I just want to leave us with some encouragement because the psalmist arrives at the conclusion that we should too, and that is that no matter what, the Lord always hears. And He always, ultimately, vindicates the righteous. God vindicates those who belong to Him. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what you may be facing or have just come out of, no matter what you may be about to enter into, take heart, that the Lord always hears and that he always vindicates those who belong to him.